Hi there, I'm Tracy Poisner. This is the Undeletable Dad podcast. I'll be your guide through the post-divorce wilderness so you can find your parenting mojo again and take it back. This podcast is going to grab you by the lapels and shake you hard. It's time to snap out of whatever kind of trance you're in and get started on the road to becoming the irresistibly magnetic leader of your family because that's how you beat parental alienation at its own damn game. If you want to go beyond whatever you can get from me in these few minutes a week, visit undeletabledad.com to create the kind of parenting lifestyle you want and have the degree of influence your kids deserve. That's undeletabledad.com. In the last episode, I said, you have to remember that you and your ex are not a parenting unit anymore, even if you have 50-50 custody. I need to explain that because it sounds a little counterintuitive. I mean, so you're sharing the parenting with her. How can you not be a unit? You do your part and she does hers. Doesn't that constitute some kind of unit? Well, a unit implies some kind of solidarity, some acknowledgement of common purpose, goals, some strategic alliance. Well, in a perfect world, you'd have all those things, even if it's hard to put aside your differences. In a perfect world, you'd be on the same page about stuff. You'd be cooperating and agreeing and putting the kids first. But you're not living in a perfect world, are you? You wouldn't be listening to this podcast if you were. You're here because you need advice for an imperfect world. So that's what I'm going to give you. In the imperfect situation you have in front of you, you're going to do whatever it takes to give your kids your most perfect contribution to their lives and their development. As a father, you are charged with ushering them across the threshold of maturity and it's not their mother's job to help you do that. So you're going to stop considering you and her as a parenting unit. You're not co-parenting. There is another model for this. It's called parallel parenting. Like two rails of a train track that travel alongside each other in the same direction without interacting or influencing each other. You do your thing and she does hers. This mirrors an early stage of socializing in in children, almost before the toddler stage. Before they learn to play with other kids, they play alone but alongside each other. It's It's not a bad analogy because this kind of parenting is only really required when one of the parties is operating from a childlike emotional structure instead of a more adult one where they could forego their own ego needs in favor of meeting the needs of their actual child. But this kind of parallel parenting means that you basically agree to disagree, and then you agree to stop fighting about how you disagree. The only problem is that the most disagreeable exes tend to not even agree to parallel parenting. They just become completely polarized. They don't want to just do their thing. They want to do the opposite of your thing. They develop values and beliefs about child rearing 
that are as opposite as possible to the ones that you hold. They couldn't be more opposite. For instance, if it's important to you that your kids do well in school, she'll find a way to help them neglect their homework or lose their assignments. If you want them to participate in sports, she'll refuse to take them to the practices that happen on her time. If you want them to be responsible with money, she'll give them unlimited access to her credit card and then either run up debt that she blames on you or pay the bill with your child support money. Does your ex try to come across as the relaxed, easygoing mom so that any kind of rule or boundary you make will look too strict? Maybe. It's a pretty common strategy. But sometimes it's just the polarizing energy of divorce that makes your ex want to move herself as far away from whatever you think or say or do as possible. And that is evidence that she's still interested in continuing to have a relationship with you. It's a relationship of conflict that she wants. If she can't have a regular relationship with you, she'll take any kind of ongoing connection, even a negative kind, based on the dynamics of conflict. You know, like kids who act out because even bad attention is better than no attention. She wants you to be constantly aware of what she's doing because it's so opposite to what you want her to do. And that's how she keeps you attached to her. Some exes play it the other way. She won't let go of the idea that you're still a parenting unit. And so she's continually micromanaging what happens at your end. Everything you do is scrutinized and criticized. Nothing is done to her satisfaction. She's always ready to tell you how to be a better dad. Because she knows all about that. So either way, the answer is the same. You have to unhook. You have to let go of the belief that there needs to be a parenting unit that includes her. Her style of parenting and any details about what she does with the kids when they're with her are none of your business. Aside from true child protection issues, like when you'd want the police or children's services involved, I don't mean that you should actually ignore whatever could be considered abusive or dangerous. But your kids are not going to die from eating takeout food or falling behind in school. You will have to up your game at your own end, which means finding the key to re-engaging with your kids so that they seek your approval. That is actually the job of a child, to be constantly guided by your approval and then to feel like they don't need it anymore and then to realize that they do still need it after all. And it all has to be done in the context of knowing that they have your unconditional love. Here's the thing. While mom is busy being all buddy-buddy and giving your kids whatever they want on a really superficial level, she's also not giving them what they most desperately need, which is to be able to love and be loved by both parents at the same time in the same place. Not Mom loves me while I'm here. Dad loves me over there. They need to be able to love all of themselves, namely the mom half and the dad half, all of the time, 
That's what we call feeling whole. So if mom's love feels shaky or iffy, then they have to work for it or they risk losing it. And losing their mom's love is not an option like it was for you. You could divorce her. You don't get to divorce your own mother. And believe me, the bread and butter of therapists all around the world is talking to people who are still trying to divorce their mother. It's not child's play. It's a lifelong project. So you have a golden opportunity to become the sole source of unconditional love for your kids, even if it means that your ego takes a bit of a bruising when you compare how they clamor for her love while pushing you aside. They know they don't have to do anything to be loved by you, and they have to do many things they don't really want to do to get her love. So they do it because they have to. It's just survival. It's not personal. Your strongest self loves them no matter how they make your weaker self feel. I'm going to say that again. Your strongest self loves your kids no matter how they make your weaker self feel. You know you can't be acting from your weaker self when it comes to being a father. You're not broadcasting dad energy when you're being pushed around by how your kids make you feel. It doesn't mean they get to disrespect you. Strong boundaries are your greatest gift to them, as long as you hold them up with an open heart. Your kids continually push your boundaries to test you. They don't really want to find out that they can push you over. They want to know if you're the guy who's really there for them, the one who can contain them in their worst moments, who can protect them against their own uncontrollable impulses and dark emotions. They're afraid of what they could do with those big feelings. And you're the, self pl the safe place for them to let it out. They're waiting to find out if anyone loves them enough to say, I can't let you do that. And they can be mad as hell. And all that wild rage can come out and it can look like it's coming right at you. But it's okay because you're not afraid of them. You're not afraid of anyone. At least you're getting to be a damn good bluffer. And that's good enough for now. That's all for today. Visit undeletabledad.com for more from me on conquering parental alienation by being smarter, more resourceful, and more willing to venture way out of your comfort zone without looking back. Remember, magic beats logic, charms beat spells, and true power beats force every time. I'm Tracy Poisner. Thanks for listening. Your kids thank you too.